The Bible says that man is born to trouble as surely as sparks fly upward. Job 5 verse 7 What do you do when trouble comes? Are you strong enough to make it through the hard times when they come? What do you do when bad things happen? Do you bite your nails? Do you eat too much? Do you drink alcohol? Do you get angry and lash out? Do you turn to drugs, sex, TV? Do you grit your teeth until the difficulty passes? The Bible says the wise person learns to call upon God in times of trouble. One verse puts it this way, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are saved. The ability to get through hard times is called perseverance. Do you know what produces perseverance? The Bible says suffering produces perseverance. That perseverance goes on to produce hope, and hope does not disappoint, but brings about a good result. So this thing that we are all trying to avoid going through, suffering, this is what brings the perseverance necessary to survive hardship. There is a story in the Bible that bears this out. It is the story about a man named Job. Job, the Bible says, was a righteous man. God calls him his servant, and he describes him as blameless and upright. And yet God permits great suffering to come upon this man. He has the power to stop it, but he chooses to allow it. Reading the lead-up to Job's terrible trial, we can gain some insight into what was going on behind the scenes. I will paraphrase. The enemy of God and of God's people, the evil one, roams around the earth, by the sounds of it collecting dirt on those considered good. Then he appears regularly before God, making accusations about these people, what they are doing wrong and ways they are falling short of God's standard. When the enemy appears before God in this Old Testament book of Job, God says to him, Have you considered my servant Job? God holds him up as being a righteous man and a prime example of goodness. The devil's response goes something like this. Sure, Job is righteous. Of course he is a good man, but he is good because you have blessed him with a large family, with wealth and health and because you have put a hedge of protection around him that he cannot be harmed. If you were to remove the blessings and protection, Job would no longer trust in God or walk in his ways. God responds to the challenge to his servant's honor by allowing Job to be tested on these points. So God removes his hedge of protection around Job. The man's numerous flocks, camels, sheep, and donkeys are all attacked and killed by neighboring villagers, leaving Job with no livelihood. Job's servants, scholars think they may have numbered in the thousands, are also violently attacked and killed. Then Job's large family, his seven sons and three daughters, all die in a freak accident.
when an enormous wind causes the house therein to collapse on them. The Bible says that after he heard about his children, Job got up and tore his robe and shaved his head. Then he fell to the ground and worshipped God. He said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. The Lord hath given, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this scripture says, Job did not sin by charging God with wrongdoing. Can you imagine that? Wouldn't you have had a moment where you blamed God even just a little? Have you ever blamed God when bad things are happening? I'm not proud of it, but I certainly have. Well, the devil was not finished with Job just yet. God said he could hurt Job in any way, and so far Job had still not sinned. So the devil continued. Stretch out your hand and let his flesh and bones be struck. Then Job will surely curse you to your face. So God allowed his servant to be covered with painful boils and sores from head to toe. The scripture records Job's wife said to him, Are you still maintaining your integrity? Curse God and die. But Job replied to her, You are talking like a foolish woman. Should we accept good from God and not trouble? In all this, the Bible says, Job did not sin. He might not have sinned, but he certainly did question God. If you are suffering, I would recommend you read the book of Job yourself, especially verse 3, where Job cries out to God in his pain and seeks an explanation from him for his suffering. Job cries out to God, but in all of his misery, he does not cry out against God. At first, Job's three friends see his great suffering, and they just sit with him for seven days without saying a word. But then they open their mouths. They blame all the bad things that have happened to Job on Job himself. They defend God and argue that surely Job must have sinned and brought this evil upon himself. Have you ever heard the term Job's comforters? This is where the term comes from. The story ends with God telling Job's friends that unlike Job, they lack wisdom and must ask him to pray for their restoration, that God would have mercy upon them for speaking foolishly. <coughs> then God restored Job. He restored his health and his wealth. And while I'm sure he still felt the loss of his children, Job went on to have another, even larger family. The point of the lesson is this. Even if you are God's child and you are trying to live a good life and be a good person, it does not mean that you will not suffer. It was not in spite of being a good man that Job suffered such crushing losses. In fact, it was because he was living right that God allowed his faith to be tested and proven real. Life is hard sometimes, but be encouraged. 
If you are going through a season of pain, whether physical, mental, or emotional, it will not last forever. And God is trustworthy. Let him love you through your suffering. And in his time, he will turn it into something of enormous value.